evening. I'm excited that you're with us tonight for our Wednesday night uh, time in the Word and prayer time. So good to have you with us. Go ahead and let me know that you're with us uh, in the comments. Hi, Christina. Good to see you this evening. Glad to have you with us tonight. Go ahead, if you would, if you've got any specific prayer needs, if you would let us know that. Hello, Lynn. Good to see you tonight. Welcome to our Wednesday night uh, time in the Word and prayer time. Delighted that you've joined us tonight. Betty Brown, welcome, Betty. Good to see you. If y'all would let us know of any prayer needs, uh, we will call attention to those if you put them in the comments as we pray in just a little bit after a short time in the Word of God. Go ahead and let us know you're here if you're with us. So good to have you with us. Some of you maybe were with us this morning. We had a great uh, kickoff to uh, 10 o'clock awaken prayer time this morning. Supercharged prayer time, I might admit, as well. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just excited that I, I, I'm sensing and seeing in, in God's people a, a, a growing hunger for prayer, uh, coming together in prayer, uh, that corporate prayer, which uh, that's what the 21 days is all about. Hey, Reggie, good to see you tonight. Carl, good to see you tonight. Go ahead, if you got any prayer needs, would you go ahead and let us know in the comments someone that you would like for us to lift up in prayer tonight? Or maybe you have a need in your life that we need to pray about, pray for. Let us know that right now, if you would. We're going to wait just a couple more minutes, and then we'll jump into our study for tonight. Good to see you. got your Bibles with you or you got your app, Bible app on your phone, go ahead and uh, uh, turn if you would or, or open to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 beginning with uh, verse uh, 3, 4, and 5. We will look at those as an intro into our prayer time tonight. finger on that, and if you go ahead and turn also over to Matthew chapter 19, Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 and 5, Matthew 19, verses 4 and 5, and then as an intro to our prayer time, we're going to look at the, these verses in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Reggie, would you take a moment, let, 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 me, let me know, let us know uh, the relationships uh, with Angie and Judy, the passing of Judy, that we're going to pray for tonight. for the spelling of Wednesday. That's my doing. <laughs> Left out two letters of Wednesday. Come on, let us know that you're here with us. Excited that you've joined us tonight for our time in the Word, a time of teaching tonight. 
we're beginning a new uh, series of uh, Wednesday night uh, teaching uh, on defending your defending the faith or defending the gospel. We are under attack. The gospel is in our country. Christianity, as you know, is under attack in our country, and uh, one of the one of the areas in which it's under attack is its teaching concerning homosexuality. And so tonight we're going to introduce that and we'll take a couple more weeks uh, to look at that and to help us with how do, how do you engage a person who is living that homosexual lifestyle uh, how, that's rejected what the Bible has to say. How do we engage them? We need to learn that as God's children. We need to learn uh, to, to, to engage them, not to make them defensive, which is kind of what most Christians do when it comes to talking with someone that's living that lifestyle. Uh, we, we, it's easy for us to say things that can bring them to put their barrier up, put their wall up, and become defensive with us, and it become uh, an angry exchange instead of a loving exchange. So we want to help you with that. Um, we need to learn uh, to, to engage those that are challenges to engage that are living uh, lifestyles contrary to the truth, contrary to the Word of God. Uh, it's so good to have you all with us. We'll, we'll jump to it in just a moment. Anybody else joining us, go ahead and let us know you're with us. Uh, go ahead and turn to Matthew 19 and then put your finger also on 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We're going to look at that as we go into our prayer time tonight. Thank you, Reggie, for letting us know about uh, your niece, Angie. Uh, we'll be lifting her up in prayer and Certainly, uh, our hearts go out to the family uh, in the passing of uh, Grandmother uh, Judy. Okay. What in the world happened? Everybody with me still? I don't know. We got we got some Japanese on the screen. <laughs> Looks like there we go. I recognize you now. Anybody else that's new with us tonight? Let's go to the Lord in prayer, and some others will be coming on, and we're, we're going to go ahead and get started because uh, I know you got uh, you got other needs tonight. Of course, uh, some of you got to get to bed early because you get up, you rise up early for work. So let's go to the Lord in prayer before we go into this time of uh, teaching. Father in heaven, we thank you and praise you for uh, being our our loving Father, a Father who is aware of every single need that we have, even before we can even think of it. God, you're already on it. You already know it. You're already working towards uh, meeting that need, and we thank you for that. And we, tonight we come before you, Lord, also acknowledging that, that there is no, that we have the power within us to bring down strongholds that the devil establishes in our lives. And that's kind of our focus tonight. As we, as we go into prayer time tonight, Father, that we want to claim that scripture and that power that is ours. And we want to allow that power to be released in our lives uh, to bring down strongholds that, the, that Satan has established and wants to establish in our lives and to take every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So, Father, as we look now at this uh, topic of, of uh, homosexuality, open our ears, Holy Spirit, open our hearts, that we as believers may come to grasp uh, how to engage a conversation with one who is living the homosexual lifestyle in a way that actually would turn the table on them 
and it will become an evangelistic conversation because, God, I know that's what you want to see happen, that we love them to faith in Jesus Christ and that as the church that we reach out to them and love them to a faith in Jesus Christ and deliverance from the lifestyle that they are living. So thank you for what you're going to show us. Open our hearts now to it. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. Um, as I said, we're starting on kind of a series, and with what's going on in our nation, and it's not just our nation, but in our world, it's just been heavy on my heart lately. And, and of course, most families, including my family, stand on different sides of the, of the issue of homosexuality. I've got a couple in my family, young people, that uh, don't have any issue with it. Um, Maybe you've got that in your own family. Maybe you actually have a member of your family that has is living that homosexual lifestyle, and, and it's created maybe uh, barriers there in the relationship. It's, cr it's created friction, uh, resentment, anger, whatever. Uh, we want to help you with that. I want to help you with that. So let's talk about it for a moment. Uh, again, how do you have a conversation with someone who rejects what the Bible says about homosexuality? And like most uh, in our country and in our world, they don't want to hear the truth. Uh, and so how do, how do you respond there? Because in spite of, again, what is being said about you and me as believers, Christians in particular, specifically Christianity in general, uh, I don't hate anyone, and I don't believe anyone that's with me tonight hates anyone, um, regardless of what sin that that person may be struggling with. But God has commanded us to what? to not hate, but to love, uh, to love everyone. But also the Bible teaches that we must speak God's truth all the time. And see, people don't understand why this issue of homosexuality is sinful. Um, and they don't understand why we as Christians want to help them uh, deal with it, to address it. It's not that we hate them, but we, we want them to know the love of God in their life. That's the bottom line. And so that's why it's such an important issue to us as Christians that they sometimes don't understand. It's not about us hating them. It's about us wanting them to know God's love for them. And so it raises the question, why is it that no one is, uh, you know, I've heard this not too long ago, why is it that no one argues in the church about uh, stealing? Uh, that issue of stealing is not brought up to the forefront in, in church life or why is the, the challenge of murder being sinful not raised as a priority like homosexuality seems to be with Christians in our country? Or even the church in general seems to have no priority to confront sex before marriage as sinful. Why, why is that? You, you'll hear that argument from those in, that have chosen the, the lifestyle of homosexuality. But the Bible's clear. We must be prepared to address uh, these issues and stand firm on what God's Word says about homosexuality, but in a way that benefits the person that we're talking with. We don't want to do it in a way that puts down, that demeans, that uh, makes them feel inferior. That's where they feel like we're coming at them as Christians in our nation and in our world. And so we, know, we must come to understand how to talk with someone that's chosen the lifestyle of homosexuality and I could add transgender and all the others, lesbian, lesbianism and um, uh, 
those terms queer that you see out there, um, bi bisexual, all of that is an issue of, again, the sexuality, uh, our gender. And so uh, we want to look at that tonight. God's Word is a blessing. A lot of times, we got to remember, God's Word judges us. At the same time, it also is a blessing to us. And judging us is, doesn't come comfortable to us. It's not easily accepted. Because what does the Scripture say? Sharper is the Word of God than a two-edged sword, able, able to pierce to the very core of who we are. And so we want to we want to look at the Word of God over the next several weeks in regards to this issue of homosexuality. But but I want to deal with the very first claim that's been there a long time that those in have chosen this lifestyle will use, and that is, and maybe you've heard this: Jesus never addressed homosexuality. You ever heard that? I've heard it. Jesus never addressed homosexuality, but the truth is, he did. In fact, they'll say not a word. And, and a lot of times when they bring that up to a believer, if the believer doesn't know where God does, Jesus does address it, they like, it's not right. You know, they kind of hem and haul and kind of fall over their words in response to this person that raises that issue of Jesus never addressed homosexuality. So I want to help us with that. Three points that uh, you might want to jot these down that will help you in how to engage someone that is living that lifestyle and deal with this question first, this issue first that they'll throw out at you uh, most, time, most of the time. Uh, number one is Jesus did speak about homosexuality. In fact, look at the two. The two passages are Matthew chapter 5 and Matthew chapter 19. Jesus did speak of homosexuality. Listen to what it says in chapter uh, 9 of Matthew. Here's what it says in verses 4 and 5. It says, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning, that is Adam and Eve and mankind, made them male and female, and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And so what you have there is Jesus teaching on marriage, but again, you've got to remember, this is rooted all the way back to Genesis chapter 2, where he gave us, in Genesis 2, God gave us marriage, is to be between a man and a woman. Remember the purposes that God established for the marriage back in Genesis? Procreation, illustration, and sanctification. And so then he said, what God has joined together, let no man separate. You know what that's saying? That's saying, therefore, who's the author of marriage? God's the author of marriage, not man. That means God defines marriage, not man. Therefore, man does not have a right to introduce the concept of same-sex marriage because by God's definition, that's a different thing than marriage. It's not the same thing. And it, and it goes against what God created in Genesis when he created the marriage relationship. So that's number one. That's the first response. You want to say to the person, no, Jesus did address homosexuality in Matthew chapter 5 and Matthew chapter 19. The second response, and this is really the bigger response, I think, uh, and that is we believe as Christians, as followers of Jesus, that there's only one God. We believe there's one God with three different personalities eternally, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we believe that you cannot separate those three when it comes to homosexuality. 
because who was there at Sodom and Gomorrah? Jesus was there at Sodom and Gomorrah because, again, we believe in the one God. And so Jesus, Holy Spirit, and God the Father were all there at Sodom and Gomorrah, and Jesus poured out fire on Sodom and Gomorrah because of the sin of homosexuality that was going on there. Uh, and so we want to we wanna understand the only way you can say yeah, that Jesus never addressed homosexuality is you would all have to also have to say that Jesus had a different view than the Father and the Holy Spirit. And you know what that would mean? That would mean that the Trinity would be divided. And you know what else that would mean? That would mean that our creation or the universe would be in chaos if that was true. But you'd have to believe that if you believe that Jesus never spoke of homosexuality. And so that's the second reason that you would want to give to someone that's chosen this lifestyle. The third one is we believe that the Bible is just one story. The Bible is not multiple stories. It is one story. It is one story of God's love for us. It's one story of God's redemption for mankind and because of our fall from, from our relationship with him because of sin. Uh, it's the one story about that. And so uh, you cannot separate Jesus from anything in the Bible. You can't separate Jesus from the Old Testament accounts. You cannot separate Jesus from, from the apostles' teaching, nor can you uh, separate the apostles' teaching from Jesus because who were the apostles? Who were they belonging to? The Bible says they were Christ's apostles. So you know what that meant? That meant that they were under the authority and their teaching to the, to the church was the, was the authority that they received from Jesus Christ himself. And so you have a big problem there when you start to look at the Bible as a mixture or a, 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 a group of different stories instead of just one story. And you can't separate Old Testament from New Testament. Uh, again, everything in the Old Testament points to Jesus Christ. And uh, the New Testament, of course, you can't really understand the New Testament without the Old Testament. And so those are the three. So there's no need to panic. Bottom line, believers, there's no need to panic. Um, when a person says to you, well, Jesus never spoke. He never addressed the issue of homosexuality. Yes, you can say, yes, he did. He did address it in Matthew chapter 5, Matthew 19. And then you can say, because God is one God, you cannot separate God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And number three, because the Bible is one story. You see, and I might add to that, I was thinking about that today. Jesus never, you know, one argument is that they'll use is Jesus never addressed sexual exploitation of children or pedophilia. So if you were, if you would believe, if you're okay with saying Jesus never spoke on homosexuality, then you also have to say you're okay with that line of argument. And so I wanted you to hear that tonight kind of as an introduction. Those three things is a good way to respond to the argument that Jesus never spoke or never addressed the issue of homosexuality. So I hope that will be helpful to you as you, uh, as you have conversations with those that have chosen that lifestyle. And uh, it will build bridges. It will not build barriers, but it will build bridges to those that have chosen that lifestyle. Because again, I remind you in closing, the church has been called to love all people. That is a commandment from God, to love everyone. And so we must love the sinner, those 
regardless of the sin, we all have sin that we deal with. We love everyone, and we have to also point them to the truth. We have to stand on the truth. And that's where the biggest challenge is in our country is Christians standing on the truth in regards to this whole thing of homosexuality. So God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our study tonight. But we're going to go into a time of prayer. I've got a list of folks from this morning's prayer time that we're going to continue to pray for tonight. And maybe you've got some. If you'll put that up on the comments, uh, we'll lift them up in prayer as well in just a moment. Uh, I'm going to begin with some praises. we got some amazing praises. Don't you love it when God answers prayer? Maybe you know of a praise you can give us tonight in the comments, but I'm going to give you three. Brenda Williams is cancer-free from bone cancer. Can I get a hallelujah? Brenda Williams, God has set her free from cancer, bone cancer. Tina Brown, I've been, I've been holding Tina, and I, 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 I want to kind of apologize because I meant to share it Sunday. Tina Brown, you know, we've been praying for her because of the, the, the cancer possibly in her lymph nodes. Well, she's cancer-free, amen? Come on, cancer-free from uh, can cancer in her lymph nodes. And then Mary Bates celebrating this week five years of being cancer-free. Can I get a hallelujah? Oh, man, that's awesome, isn't it, Mary? We praise the Lord for that, for his continued uh, blessing in your life and, and protection over from, the, from cancer. And each of these we celebrate, we rejoice in what God has done in each of their lives. Any other praises tonight? Any other praises? Answer prayer tonight. I love to hear about answer prayer. Um, any others? Thank you. Any other praises tonight? Yes. Yes, we're going to lift up those battling with addictions. Thank you, Christina, that has taken over their lives. We're going to claim this scripture, in fact, in just a moment over those that are dealing with that, um, uh, with, uh, with the devil's working overtime in people's lives with addictions. Uh, let me mention just a couple. We're going to kind of stop and pray as we move through this. Go ahead and put any needs that you have that you won't be lifted up tonight there on the in your comments. Uh, we want to pray for um, Angie. Uh, Reggie has already put that on there. Uh, cousin of his. What was a cousin? Niece, excuse me. Uh, we want to pray for her. We know that uh, the loss of the grandmother is going to be uh, difficult for her. And so Reggie's already talked with me about that last night. And we want to just lift up Angie in prayer in just a moment. We want to pray for Elizabeth Lawrence. She's got the COVID virus, uh, been tested positive there. And, and Elizabeth's been dealing with congestive heart failure. And so we know that that virus does, is no respecter of any organ in our, in our body. My dad was a living testimony of, of the attack of the virus on the brain, for example. And so we want to pray over her heart tonight uh, in regards to the COVID, uh, the, the, the disease that's attacking her body right now and, and perhaps even going after her heart. Um, we want to lift that up. Other COVID issues, we're going to stop and pray for all the COVID issues. Um, uh, Kapaya Academy uh, has got some outbreaks of the COVID with some students, I think. Uh, and so there's a class, maybe there's more than one class that's being quarantined. So uh, we need to pray for the school. Uh, we need to pray for Kay. I believe Kay, is Paula with us tonight? Is Kay one of the lunch ladies? I think Kay is one of the lunch ladies. We want to pray for, over her eyes, having issues with her eyes. But as far as other COVID-ish situations, 
Uh, you got Allie Henderson, the young girl that goes to CA, ninth grader, I believe. She's home now. Uh, she's been in the hospital for several weeks. She's home recovering from a syndrome that affects children with the virus, with COVID. And so we want to continue to pray for her recovery uh, as she deals with that. Um, who else with COVID? Anybody else that we need to lift up that's dealing with COVID, that's battling the COVID um, virus? Anybody else? We're going to stop and pray for these. I'm looking at my list, make sure I've covered all those that are dealing with COVID right now that I have on my list. Anybody else? Let's stop and pray for those that are battling the, the virus as we speak tonight. Let's pray together. We're going to come in agreement, God. We come before you in agreement. We come believing Jesus said that if just two are in agreement on anything that you, God, would answer, would hear and answer that request. And so based on that promise in your word, we lift up each of these that I've mentioned that are facing or battling the COVID. I think of Allie Henderson, this young girl that's been battling it for weeks, and now she's dealing with the syndrome that comes out of it uh, that, that, that she's a, being attacked by. And I pray for the recovery at home. I pray for strength. I pray for courage. I pray for faith, uh, even of a mustard seed for Allie, that, uh, God, you're there with her and that you're going to see her through this, that you're going to bring deliverance, you're going to bring healing, and we're going to claim that tonight in the name of Jesus. We also want to remember uh, Elizabeth Lawrence that's battling for, for her life with two things, with congestive heart failure. We've been praying for her with that, but now with the virus, and how the virus can just attack big time, even even the heart organ. Lord, I claim right now victory. I claim, oh, I claim for Elizabeth Lawrence. I, I claim, Father, in the name of Jesus, deliverance. I pray protection over that heart, that there be no more attacks on the heart that's already struggling uh, to just, just function the way it should function. I, I'm praying for deliverance from the virus, that you would set her free from the virus, that, that Get that virus out of her in the name of Jesus, we ask. And we thank you for what you're going to do in Elizabeth's life. We claim it now. We believe it, that you're going to, get, you're going to do that, Father, based on the promise in your word. We also want to pray for CA. Kapaya Academy has got some outbreaks. Um, Lord, we're going to lift up that, the class or classes that are being quarantined right now because of possible exposure. Well, Father, we just lift up all them. Uh, pray for... Uh, deliverance again from the virus we pray for protection from that virus for those that are being quarantined and maybe were exposed god that you would keep them sheltered from it hide them under your wings god as psalm 91 says provide the protection that they need don't let the virus come to their house i'm going to claim that that verse there in psalm 91 don't let the, the any kind of pandemic don't let any any kind of disease come to the house of any of those children that are at ca that are students there and the teachers and the administration. We pray covering over them. Pray a covering of your grace, a covering of your mercy from COVID. And anyone that has it, Father, we pray, set them free, deliver them from it, bring healing in the name of Jesus, we ask it, and for his glory. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. Uh, if you got other COVID needs, let us know as we continue here. But I'm going to move to another area. Uh, we've got uh, some that are uh, in the hospital that we need to lift up in prayer for a moment. Uh, we've got some that are home from the hospital dealing with just surgery, reco recovery from surgery. I want to continue to remember Becky in prayer as she's home recovering from surgery. Uh, I want to lift her up. Uh, 
pain that she's experiencing, discomfort that she's experiencing, and again, the total healing that needs to come out of her surgery on, uh, on her intestine, uh, small intestine. We also want to pray for Maria, Abraham. I talked about Abraham, and uh, just lift up Abraham too. Abraham, his mother is uh, in the hospital, uh, hoping to get into a room, has been in ICU, got a blood clot on the right side of her brain, and we want to pray for her in just a moment. Got blood pressure issues because of that blood clot, and we need God to dissolve that blood clot. I've already been praying that. I'm going to ask you to pray that. God, you know, God says, "Come boldly to Him with boldness and and confidence, and He'll give out. He'll pour out His grace and His mercy to Maria and to us, any one of us, in our time of need. And we're going to claim that. We're going to be bold in asking God to dissolve that clot. Uh, we also have. Uh, let's see who else got Joel Hare and his wife Mary. I haven't gotten the latest update on them. That we're dealing with the COVID, battling the COVID in the hospital. So brother Hare and uh, his wife Mary, we want to continue to remember in prayer. Um, we got uh, let's see who else. Phil Bible uh, is a friend in Chesapeake, Virginia. Was his mom was with us this morning. Asked us to pray for uh, his his treatments he's getting for lung cancer. We want to lift that up. Uh, we've got um, Leroy Anderson uh, had a tumor removed today off of his kidney. So we want to lift up that kidney and the recovery of that kidney. And, and the tumor has been completely gotten out of there. Uh, we want to claim victory there for Leroy Anderson tonight. Uh, let's see, who else is dealing with going to the hospital or coming out of the hospital? Joanne Perry uh, had an amputation uh, below her knee one of her legs, and uh, she's dealing with a fever and also dealing with uh, 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 infection, uh, supposedly an infection that's taking place in her body, and so we want to lift up Joanne Perry in prayer. We want to pray for Pat, uh, dealing with blood clots still, and her oxygen level is not where it needs to be, uh, so we want to lift her up in just a moment. Uh, let's see, I think that's all uh, as far as hospital-related Spot on the lung. Uh, Kayla uh, indicated her dad has a spot has been diagnosed with a spot on his lung, and so we want to pray uh, for him as well. So let's stop right now and let's pray for these. Would you join me? You lift those up. Whatever God lays on your heart right now, you pray for these that we've just mentioned. Let's lift them up to the Lord and ask God uh, to to move in their lives, to bring healing in their lives, to to bring the total recovery that needs to happen the mending that needs to happen. Father, we begin with Elizabeth Lawrence, uh, Father, and Maria. Lord, I, I pray for Elizabeth, again, that you'd set her free from the COVID. I pray for Maria that's got that blood clot in the brain. Father, I lift up that need right now, and I'm believing God. I'm seeing that you're going to dissolve that blood clot. In faith, we ask you to set her free from that blood clot set her brain free from that so that the function of the brain is not in, in hindered in any way by the blood clot and the flow of blood in her body is not hindered in any way by that blood clot. We're asking you, Father, to take care of that in the name of Jesus. And I pray for Abraham. I pray that he would not worry. I set his heart free from worry. Release his heart free from any anxiety that your peace would go in, come into his heart and his mind and that it would rule there. It would reign in his life in regards to his mom. We know she's in your hands, and we thank you ahead of time 
for the victory that's going to come there as you set that brain free from that blood clot. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're about to do in Maria's life. Father, we do pray for uh, the Kabaya Academy School again. Father, for Kay that's got some issues with the, with her eyes. Lord, don't know exactly what that is, but God, Jesus, he's healed the, healed the blind. And we know there's healing that can come to eyes. Pray that for Dot Barker as well tonight, that you'd bring healing, total healing, to those that are suffering from eye complications, from surgery or otherwise, just having difficulties with eyesight. God, bring the vision back. Restore the vision back so that they can see your beauty, the beauty of the earth that you created, so that they can see other people that you created in your image, for they love to be able to see those things, Father. So we thank you for what you're going to do in their lives. Father, we also want to pray for uh, uh, Joanne Perry. Lord, I can't even begin to, to come to even begin to understand what a person goes through that's lost a limb through amputation. But I'm praying for Joanne tonight, God, that you you would give her a, a renewed sense of self-worth, of self-dignity, because I can only imagine when you lose a limb, you lose that ability and the mobility and, and the uh, skill that comes with a limb on your body, that it, it, it has to, you have to take a hit uh, of your self-worth. Um, and so I'm praying, God, that you would restore her, your worth, her worth in your eyes and your love for her and your strength there and, and that there, there is a future, that there is, there is a tomorrow. Give her, give her courage, Lord, to face the next day. Strengthen her faith. Give her her enduring faith. And, and the pain that maybe she's experiencing, God, I pray you release her from that pain, even from the amputation. But we claim that in the name of Jesus. Pray victory in Joanne's life and in her body. And that infection, God, that you'd rid her of that infection that's taking place in her body, uh, perhaps maybe from the amputation or, or just what was there before that. Lord, we also pray for um, Pat and her blood clots and her oxygen level. Lord, we're praying again, dissolve those clots. God, we're going to come back to it again. God, you have the, the, the ability to dissolve the clots. And in faith right now, we're going to ask you for Pat, that you would dissolve, rid her of the clots. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We name the name of Jesus over Pat right now in those clots. We also name the name of Jesus over the O2 and the issues of the O2 oxygen level not being where it needs to be. God, we're claiming that you're going to bring it back to a normal place. Thank you ahead of time, Father, for what you're going to do in Pat's life. We praise you for your touch in her life. We praise you for setting her free from those blood clots. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask it. Father, we also want to pray tonight for um, uh, Leroy Anderson, who had a tumor removed. Thank you for using the doctor today for getting that tumor removed. God, we're believing tonight that that tumor and cancer or whatever, I don't know if they've biopsies been sent off or whatever, God, I'm praying that uh, if there was cancer there, that it's been, it's been gotten out. It's, it's totally out. You've made that happen today, God. We're going to believe you for that. I pray for the family that they'll believe that. I pray that for each of these families tonight, that our, their faith will be in you, their trust is in you, and in your, your provision and your promise of your, in your word uh, to bring healing, to bring, bring deliverance, to bring release uh, in, in those lives that we've been lifting up in prayer. 
so I pray again for Leroy. Give him strength physically, strengthen him, and for the recovery from that tumor being removed. I pray for protection over that kidney. Don't let any other enemy get in that kidney. Uh, keep it free from any disease and any enemy, especially the virus, Father. I pray protection from that in the name of Jesus. Joel and Mary, Hare, we do lift them up as they've been battling the COVID. I pray, Father, that uh, you're already at work. We've been praying and believing, God, that you're bringing them through that, that you're setting them free from the COVID virus, and we give them to you afresh and anew tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for their faith in you. Thank you for their love of you. Thank you for the courage that you're giving them as they walk through these days battling the COVID and these others that are battling the COVID virus. Uh, in the name of Jesus, bring Bring, bring healing there to Joel and to Mary. Uh, Father, we also want to pray for um, Robin Coleman tonight, issues that she's dealing with. Lord, we pray for renewed strength. Pray that you would she'd be able to mount up on wings of eagles and be able to come to the place in her in, with her physical body. Father, she'd come to the place that she could run and not grow weary and walk and not faint. We claim that in the name of Jesus for Robin tonight. Uh, Father, we also want to pray for uh, Stephen's stepmom, Betty's sister, Linda. She had a stroke. And Stephen asked us to pray for her this morning. Stephen, I, if you're with us tonight, we come with you in agreement right now. We want to pray for Linda. We want to pray, God, that uh, you would touch her, that you would bring wholeness back to her from the stroke, whatever... Whatever the stroke has affected in her body, whether it be the brain or a limb of the body, arm, hand, feet, whatever it is, God, we're going to pray right now that uh, you would release that stroke effect on any part of her body. We claim it in the name of Jesus. We claim victory there in the name of Jesus over the stroke. We claim healing, total healing from the stroke uh, in her life and in her body. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, we lift up Karen Middleton tonight. We, I thank you, Karen, for being with us tonight, and we want to pray for you right now. We'd all join together in praying for Karen. Karen has had uh, ultrasound on several organs in her body, her liver, her spleen, the blood tests taking place, and she's got allergies that she's battling. Uh, Father, we're just going to lift up our sister Karen, that, uh, God, you would just, uh, your arms would be so strong around her and sustaining her as you have been, that her faith in you would just grow stronger day by day. And the answers that are there, we know you're going to bring them. We've been asking you to do that, Father. We know, Father, that it is in your timing. It is in your will when that's all going to come, that revelation. But we're going to claim it right now. Bring revelation. Bring answers. Bring deliverance from whatever it is that's attacking Karen in so many different places, in so many different organs, and we pray protection over those organs from the virus and from any disease and any ailment. Lord, we're just playing, praying right now for total supernatural healing for Karen, our sister in the Lord. Thank you, God, for your love for Karen. Thank you for what you're about to do in her life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Any others you want to give us tonight before we close? I got a couple more we're going to lift up here in closing. Ray Beasley had a stent placed in his heart yesterday. Okay, Reggie, let's pray for Ray. 
And let's also remember uh, Jimmy Bates. He's going. He's dealing with occupational therapy with his hand. Uh, I know his hand in particular, and maybe even the other surgery that he had on his arm. So we want to pray for Jimmy. Uh, who was that name that Reggie just put up there? Go back to Reggie's request. Yeah, Ray Beasley. We want to pray for Ray with the stent that was placed in his heart yesterday. Um, I'm looking to make sure we've covered everyone on this list that I have in front of me. So bear with me. Natasha Jones, uh, knee problems. I want to lift her up in just a moment. Uh, continue to remember my sister Karen and my family and in, uh, in the passing of our dad. Um, also continue to pray for uh, many that are trying to get vaccinations. Uh, Trish is working overtime to help schedule vaccination uh, shots first shot. Uh, in fact, this week she got, uh, praise the Lord, she got uh, Dot and Charles set up uh, or first of, end of last week for their shot, first shot. And then she's also got um, um, Eddie and Margaret set up uh, to get their first shot. And uh, if, you, if you need some help, give Trish a call. Uh, she's, I think she's uh, seeing it as a ministry. She's enjoying helping folks to, to find a location where they can go and get their first vaccination shot. So we want to pray for all those that are getting shots, that, that uh, God will keep them safe from any, any too many uh, results of the shot, effects of the shot. Uh, we'll, we'll protect them from those things. Uh, pray for our nation. Somebody asked this morning for us to pray for our nation. Absolutely. We want to keep praying for our nation. We want to pray for our political leaders. We want to pray for our political leaders that they'll get in touch with the Word of God, they'll get in tune with the truth, and that the dark, the light of Jesus will expose any darkness up there in Washington that's going on right now with this whole trial thing, uh, impeachment trial with uh, uh, former President Trump. We're, we're praying, God, for, for darkness, things of the deeds of the darkness to be exposed and that you would deliver them. Amen. Are you with me on that tonight? We need to pray for that. Um, and just for our nation as a whole, that, that our nation would fall on its knees and recognize who God is, that God rules and God reigns, and that we need to turn back to him in repentance and in faith in Jesus Christ. Um, I think I've covered everybody on my list, I believe. Have I left anybody out? Um, so let's pray Ray Beasley and uh, Jimmy Bates. Rich, uh, Natasha Jones, let's lift those up in the vaccinations, those getting vaccinations. Let's pray for them right now. Let's start with Ray. Reggie, let's, let's join together. Let's pray for Ray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the, for the surgery, the stent that was put in in Ray's heart. We pray that that stent will function the way it's designed to function. We pray your hand would be upon that stent. We pray your hand would be upon his heart right now for Ray. We pray that a strength would be brought to that heart. We're believing you're going to, you're going to bring strength to that heart. We're believing you're going to restore the flow of blood in his heart. Thank you for what you're about to do in his heart. Give, give Ray that, that indication of your love for him. Let, him. let him sense and feel your presence and your power in his life. I don't know if he knows you, but I pray that if he doesn't know you, that out of your touch in his life and on his heart, 
and, and healing that you're going to bring, that he would put his faith and his trust in Jesus Christ as his Savior and Lord. Lord, we lift him up to you, Father, that you would minister to him in his recovery and supernaturally that you bring that heart back to function the way it needs to with the assistance of that stent. We praise you for what you're going to do there in his life. Father, we do pray for Jimmy Bates and the occupational therapy that he's going through. Lord, I know he's, he's indicated the other day some numbness with his hand. God, I'm asking you to restore feeling to his hand in the name of Jesus tonight. In the name of Jesus, bring feeling. Release that hand from the numbness and for whatever parts from this surgery that he's had on his arm and his wrist. God, as he goes through this therapy, Lord, use the therapy to bring about the, the recovery that he needs, the healing that he needs, uh, the strength that he needs so that he can be back uh, teaching uh, children as he loves to do and doing the things that he loves to do with his hand and with his arm uh, that he's just not been able to do recently, Father. So we claim it in the name of Jesus. We give you that occupational therapy. Use it. Use the therapist to bring about the health that he needs. Most of all, supernaturally, touch that hand of his and any other parts of that arm and restore it to full and complete mobility. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen. Natasha Jones has got knee problems. Someone shared this morning. So let's pray for Natasha uh, just in a moment here as we close. Uh, let's lift up Natasha. Whatever knee problems there are, God, I understand knee problems. You know what? I pray for Natasha. I pray that you would touch that knee and that you would bring healing to that knee. You'd bring bring a new, bring the ligaments in that knee, God, that you'd restore them, that, that, that whatever's taking place, separation of the ligaments or, or uh, a fracture of the bone or whatever, God, that you would touch right now and that you would restore that knee in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for touching her knee, Natasha. Help her to have that faith in you and that trust in you that, God, if you said ask anything in your name according to your will, you will do it. And we're claiming that right now for Natasha, Natasha and her knee. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you for your work in her knee and in her life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Any others as we close tonight? Any others up there? Um, do we pray for everyone? Amen. What a great night of prayer. Don't you love to just come together as the body of Christ? Power is there when we come together. Would you invite somebody to come back next week with us for our Wednesday night study in the Word as we continue to look at defending the faith, how we can be, deal with people that have chosen, in this case, a, a lifestyle that's contrary to the truth. How, how can we engage them in spiritual conversation and hopefully even engage them to the point that we can enter into an evangelistic conversation with them and help them to know God's love, help them to come to know God's deliverance, God's faith uh, through Jesus Christ that they need in their life to set them free. Amen. Because Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'm going to close with this verse because I didn't share it earlier because, man, what a powerful verse. And we need to be praying over some of these tonight. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, we got these weapons, believers, are not of the flesh. Listen to this. Our weapons are divine, have divine power to do what? To destroy strongholds. 
any stronghold in your life, any addiction in your life, any uh, hindrance physically in your life that Satan's behind, any financial problems that Satan is behind, anything in your life that Satan has built. If you've got anger in your life, you've got a stronghold. If you've got lust in your life, you've got a stronghold that Satan has developed in your life. If you've got any negative emotions in your life, that's a stronghold for the devil to have his way. But listen to the promise in God's word. Right now, claim the power that you have to destroy that stronghold. Just declare it. I, in the name of Jesus, I declare power that you have given me, God, to destroy the anger in my life, to destroy the addiction to drugs in my life, to destroy the lust in my life. That's what that verse is saying for us, to, that we have the power to do. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? We got power, folks, right there. God's word tells us to take down any stronghold that Satan has established in our lives. May you find victory this week as you claim that promise and you name that promise in prayer in your life. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here tonight. Love all of you. It's a joy to be a pastor. Look forward to you being with us Sunday. If you don't have a place to worship, come be with us Sunday. We're going to have the celebration of the Lord's Supper this Sunday, and uh, it's going to be a wonderful time. It's Valentine's. We even, Reggie and I, got a little surprise for our folks with Valentine's Sunday this Sunday. So I hope that you'll plan to join us uh, for our worship this coming Sunday at 10 o'clock. Have a great night and a great rest of the week.